everyone, this is Angel Planels here, National Media Spokesperson and Registered Dietitian Nutritionist located in Seattle, Washington, USA. Welcome to The Hot Sauce, a fun, informative podcast with a focus on health, wellness, and nutrition. The format of the show is that I'll interview a guest so you get to know them, and then we'll collaborate on a topic or weekly current events. Thank you for coming, and if you enjoy the contents in this podcast, Please share on social media, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, follow on SoundCloud, and follow on Twitter and Facebook at ACP Nutrition. Now, before we get going, this is our first podcast. Let me just give you a brief background on myself. One of the traits that was instilled in me from a young age from my father was this, you know, trait of swinging for the fences. And I feel like my first guest I wanted to bring on had to be awesome, had to be a grand slam. And funny enough, she works with baseball players. So I felt the jargon was appropriate there. We're going to have the very talented and articulate and savvy Leslie Bonsi with us today. And I'll just say that I, I follow a lot of dietitians in social media and I see what's going on. And um, Real talk, I, I'd like to be like you when I grow up. So <laughs> so thank you for being on the show, Leslie. Angel, thanks for having me and what an honor. You know, I one of the things that I love about this profession is the passion that is is so apparent and evident and the uniqueness. And that's one of the things about you. You've got the passion, you got the whole package, you set it apart, you are raising the bar across the board. Cool. So the way that we're going to do this is we're going to interview you and then we'll collaborate in, in the topic today. This is episode one. We're going to be talking about New Year's resolutions, um, but we're going to jump right into the interview. So how exactly did you get into the field of nutrition? Um, you know, I never do anything in a traditional, conventional way. And my undergrad degree was actually in the field of biopsychology. Didn't quite know what to do with that. Went to graduate school in public health. One of the first classes was a nutrition class. The light bulb went off. I said, this is what I want to do with my life. So I was able to piece that together, cobble together uh, my career path with an emphasis on public health and an emphasis on really helping people to be the best that they can be. My first job was working at a, a wellness center in Wheeling, West Virginia, with two co-directors that were marathoners, so you had to run with them, to meet with them, which meant running the hills of Wheeling, and right then and there, I said, this is it, the perfect marriage, let's put together the activity, the physical activity with the hand-to-mouth activity, and then it just kind of blossomed from there. Amazing. I love it. I love it. So I know that you are a, like, you're involved in a million different things, but what do you think, um, what are you currently doing in the field? And I guess if you could say, like, maybe the top two or three things that you really do. I've spent a lot of, a lot of time in the, in the area of sports and still do some of that, but it's actually moving off of my priority plate. And what is coming onto my plate a little bit more is getting involved with people in the community. We have a wonderful program here called Food Rescue 412, and we're going to embellish and dovetail upon that with Recipe Rescue 412, getting older individuals, all these fabulous recipes in their head, in the kitchen, with kids, in our chop-up shops so that they actually learn and keep that legacy going on about how important food is and how it's such a wonderful binding message for us all. Okay. I love it. That sounds great. So what are some of the different jobs that you've held in the field? 
Well, I've always worked outpatient. And so from starting out working with cardiac and pulmonary rehab patients to weight management to having expertise in the area of digestive disorders and disordered eating, eating disorders, and then taking all of that and bringing it to the athlete's training table, so to speak, and spending time with athletes from recreational, high school, collegiate, professional, Olympic, as well as having had a lot of time to write and doing a lot of things in the spokesperson world, both as an academy spokesperson and then also with industry as well. So I would say I pretty much dabbled in almost every single aspect of this field. And the wonderful thing is after all these years, I still love it. I look forward to every day. That's that's amazing. I, 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 that's 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 awesome to hear. So, what about volunteering? Are you doing anything with the academy in terms of volunteering, or with Pennsylvania, or in Pittsburgh, or in the community? You know, I've I've held a lot of the positions as being chair of SCAN, of being president of the Pittsburgh Dietetic Association, as being a delegate, uh, and certainly still participate in that and a lot, doing a lot with SCAM as well around mentoring and even some things here in Pennsylvania with mentoring. I love that. And then above and beyond and outside of that, doing things with the Cancer Caring Center, doing things with the Phones and Colitis Foundation, doing things with a program here in Pittsburgh uh, that works with people with eating disorders. Those are near and dear to my heart and absolutely essential. Okay. Thank you for sharing that. Um, so now we're going to get a little personal here. What would you say are your favorite food or foods to eat? Okay, well, there's two. One is a beverage and one is a food. Um, so the food first, it is cheese. Uh, the only cheese that I won't eat, I'm not a big fan of something really stinky, but I love, love cheese, and thank heavens, my blood cholesterol level is low, so I'm okay with that. <laughs> and my my favorite Beverage, you know, a, a good glass of wine. I am a pushover. I, I tend to like white more, so a good sauce there and a good piece of cheese, and I am a very happy girl. That sounds great. <laughs> All right, so now what about uh, can you name a food that you dislike? You know what? I am not a, a meat eater, and it, it's not that I have anything against that. I just personally don't like the texture of it, so I don't eat red meat, I don't eat pork, I don't eat veal, I don't eat lamb, I don't eat chicken, you know, some fish. So I would say you know, it's just more that, not not an absolute outright dislike. The only food I really dislike are lima beans. I'm not sure why. My mother said I love them as a child, and maybe that's why I got lima beans out, and I just <laughs> cannot stand them. But everything else, I'm willing to try. And I guess the other thing would be, Angel, if it's moving. You know, if it's moving and I'm going to eat it, then that's really just not going to happen. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm on the same page with you there. (laughs) All right. So what about, um, I, I know... It's it's always interesting, and you can play the fifth if you'd like. But um, do you have any nutrition pet peeves? You know what? I yes, I, I'll tell you. My biggest one right now is 
all of the trendy stuff. And it bothers me immensely that there are dietitians who are all about the trendy stuff. Why do we all need to be recommending coconut oil? What is the reason behind that? Why do we all need to be having avocado toast all the time? If you want to have toast and if you want to have avocado, bravo. But why do they both need to be together? They don't have to be. We are so much more than a trend. We are a profession that has been around for a long time. And I think the more broad-based we are, the more inclusive we are with consumers. So off the trend, time for that to just stop. And really, let's get back to that concept of what truly is a comprehensive and an inclusive place. Okay. I see you're very passionate about that. Um, so next question, what changes have you seen while being in the field? You've been in the profession for, for you know, a good while. Are there some things that have improved or gotten worse while you've been in the profession? Uh, I think there's a lot of things that have improved. Dietitians are more creative now than they have ever been before. And part of that, out of necessity, the jobs are not in the hospital. We are in so many areas now that nobody would have thought was even possible 30 years ago. And sports is no exception to the rule. Dietitians have infiltrated pretty much every venue in sport, and that's absolutely wonderful. We are involved with the media. We are involved with industry. We are culinary experts right now. Very, very exciting. But at the same time, we still need to do a better job as a profession of of tooting our own horn and really making sure that we have a strong voice at the table. Everybody's going to talk nutrition because obviously everybody eats and everybody's an expert. But whose voice is going to be loudest at the end of the day? It really needs to be the registered dietitian. And that 70,000 voices really need to be loud and front and center because we want to safeguard the health of consumers. We want to safeguard our reputation. And we want to make sure that the information out there is the absolute best that it can be. Totally, 100% on board with you there. So the last question in the interview is, um, do, do you have any words of advice to your younger self? And this would be, you know, basically for Leslie Bonsey back in the day or for our current listeners that are going to be young and upcoming dietitians or DTRs, you know, they're just entering the field. Um. Yes, and, and I would say that when I was younger, I was probably a more adventuresome sort, and that hasn't gone away. I still am that way. But I think my, my message would be that it is okay to stumble. You're not going to be perfect all the time, that you better be humble, because that is critically important. And even if occasionally you have a crumble, you know what? You stand up and you keep going. It's all right. It all will work out if you're willing to take the chances, if you're invested in something that you love, it'll work. And that's probably the best message that I can give. And that evolves over time. And the other thing I would say is that you explore all aspects of this profession. There are going to be some things you love and some things you don't, but you don't know that you don't like it if you've never been exposed to it. So no closed mind. Absolutely 360 degrees around. Take a look around, try everything, like the little sampler platter, and then you'll end up with the plate that you want to have. I, I like it. So that is the end of the interview, and now we're going to collaborate. And, you know, this is the 
week before New Year's, and I know that many people go and make New Year's resolutions, what are some of the things that you like to recommend to your clients or people when you're talking about New Year's resolutions? Well, the word sustainability is such a hot word right now for many, many reasons that people use that word. But actually, Angel, I'm going to take a little spin on that word and use the word just sustainability. And so just sustainability to me, to me means just trying to be your best, just making an effort to find something that's enjoyable, affordable, and actionable in the new year, just making a commitment to waste less food and to find a way to repurpose, just making the effort to be kind to yourself as well as to others. Just stop with the body shaming and the food blaming. It is enough, really time for that to come to an end, and also just finding what makes you smile. I live by that philosophy every day. There has to be some humor or it's not complete for me. And those are things that I think everybody can do. They don't cost a cent, and you end up being a happier person as a result. I'm going to say amen to that because uh, it is is very, you know, I think one of the things is it's very interesting in our current world with social media, the compare and despair – we, you know, we tend to beat ourselves up. We're our own worst critics. And so you're absolutely right. It would be great to say, you know, I think a lot of people may set unreasonable goals and expectations. I'm going to go to the gym for three hours, you know, three hours every day. And the first moment a crisis comes up, they throw in the towel and then they give up, you know, and then the next year it's December 31st and we're having the same discussion again. So um, well, that's I, exactly right. And if we set the bar, if we set the bar too high, we never get anywhere close to the bar. That doesn't mean that the bar has to be on the ground, but everybody needs to find the height of the bar that works for them. And as we very well know, it is not one size fits all. You don't compare yourself to anybody other than yourself. That's it. It's an N of one. Yes, absolutely. Um, so I guess, do you have any New Year's resolutions that you're going to make, or do you not make resolutions? Yeah, I do. I make revolutions. That's that's what I do. It's <laughs> kind of like uh, get everybody up and up and inspired. Um, my New Year's resolution. I do have two of them for this year, but they're both in the same related to the same topic. Will be to have two books done by the end of 2017. I'm one of the little further along in the process, but that is what I am working on. So I am holding myself, and now that I've just said it outwardly, then I know it's got to get done. That's, that's <laughs> absolutely true. Now now you're going to be accountable. <laughs> Sometimes we need I that. I will be, right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so you got two books. That sounds great. Well, I know personally, I, I think one of the things that I'm going to try to be working on in 2017 is trying to sleep a little more. I am, you know, I'm doing a million things and literally the best time for me to work is usually to wake up either really early or go to bed really late after my wife and kids Mm -hmm. are sleeping. And so sometimes I might rock out with three or four hours, which, you know, I can, I can, I'm still young enough to, to recover, you know, maybe two, three cups of coffee, but, you know, I'd like to actually try to increase more 
you know, get, get better quality sleep, get more sleep. But also the other thing is, you know, and I guess I'm putting it in the airways now is I'd like to go train for a triathlon, not a, not a big one, but you know, a, uh, like a little sprint triathlon. I've I've always played soccer most of my life and ran and played tennis and golf and did a bunch of different sports, but I've never really swam. And so I think, you know, something different and interesting, it'll be different for the body. I'll have to train for it. So that's what I'm kind of looking forward to in 2017. Well, and that's awesome. And to that same point about it is okay to be humble and it's okay to stumble. And it's okay. Sometimes we're all about embracing our strength. Uh-uh. Embracing those weaknesses can be really awesome because it makes us a stronger person at the end of the day. And that's exactly what you're going to find as you start that training. Exactly. Well, do you have anything else you'd like to say? Or are you done for you done with New Year's resolutions? You think uh, you're wishing everyone a happy 2017? You know, I say I am. And the other thing I would say, and I think it really is something as all of us as dietitians is not only are we the messengers of food and nutrition, but we also truly need to, in our own homes and do this with our clients, is figure out and help with the food insecurity problem. And people in our community, you're teaching people how to not waste food, teaching people who are at food banks and receive food how to actually use that. And that's one of the things that we're doing with our chop-off shop. So it's not enough that you just get a bag of groceries. If you're going to throw them away, what's the point? We all can do that and do that better and do that consistently and bring everybody back around that table or into that kitchen. That I would love to see happen, and we are definitely the profession to lead the charge. I, I, I love that. I appreciate that. Well, that brings us to the end of our episode. I want to thank everyone for listening today. Um, You've listened to The Hot Sauce. The podcast is going to come out weekly. And if anyone has any questions or concerns, please email me at acpnutrition at gmail.com or you can tweet me at Twitter at acpnutrition. Thank you very much and have a great rest of your day.